welcome to Whiskey in the Stream, where we play 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons in a homebrew setting. This is a real play podcast, so there's likely going to be some adult language. So, yeah, take that as your warning. My name's Ethan, and I am the voice of Kaylin. Let's dive right in. Root, what is your last name? Do you have a do you have a surname? I am Root. <laughs> I was thinking of changing his surname to your name, surname. Don't have one. I think I only either. three of us have a surname. Oh, who has a surname? Mr. Gurdon's last name is Ramsey's. <laughs> Mine is Al Hume and repairs is Persone. But you are brothers. Yes. But you have different surnames? Yeah, we, we had a commune. It was kind of a weird thing. I see. So are you actually brothers? Or you just like say that you're brothers because you grew up on the same commune? Well, we're, we were hatched from the same clutch. So as far as I know, we are related. But I mean, even if we weren't, then yeah, we were raised like brothers. So I guess we would still be brothers. You have the same parents? You said yes? As far as we know. So how would they... Does one take... I'm getting sidetracked. That's alright. Olaf Ramsey's it will be for now. Although he doesn't really look... How about... We let him pick. Olaf, what would you like your surname to be? Or you could change your name as a whole. This is your one chance. <laughs> Well, new beginnings and all that. Who's so? Who's going to be taking care of me? I guess all of us. Oh well, do you all have like a collective name? Doomslayers. Olaf Slayer. Olaf Doomslayer. <laughs> Fair enough. If that's what you want. <laughs> Olaf Doomslayer. This Olaf is the danger cart. You should mind Kaelin for moral instruction. Root will teach you how to care for everything that's in the natural world. Ignore my sister, because... She's just going to teach you how to... T- you don't need those kinds of skills. Regardless, Garden will teach you to cook, and I will teach you magic. And should you need anything else, you can just add. Okay. Um, so I used... So I have, like, a couple of shapes I know. Like, uh, I know that there was a Kenku shape I could take, but Kenku don't typically talk. Um, I can work on copying yours, but I think if I tried it right now, I would just look like a small version of you. Not like a child version of you. Hey, me. So, don't worry about that for now. Just worry about taking in all the information around you. We're headed to Tremor to see one of the greatest well, at least of this world um, professors. Probably this area. We should be more specific. Root Probably he's one of the smart people in Tremor, specifically. Is that correct? 
At least. Okay. His knowledge so, probably goes beyond, but... Well, we don't want to give him undue accolades till we've met the man. So we'll just say the Professor of Tremor. I think that's a safe bet. Under promise, over deliver. There you go. Is that is that like a big city? Uh, it is. So I think you guys probably would have gone through there briefly, uh, or at least skirted around the like the suburbs of it. It is a large, well fortified city, but they do a lot more trading than even Bilderi does. But they also have a stronger military force, and they serve as sort of a. Uh, ages past, when there were wars with Salote, they were the original barrier town. So, and then during the war, they end up gaining more land, but no major cities have really been built further north yet. I'll give him one gold coin for his allowance. Oh, what do I do with this? Use it to deal with your needs, your clothing, your whatever you need to do. It's yours to spend as you will, but I expect you to be presentable. So, when we get in trade more, make sure you get better clothes. Aside from that, yours. Right, so you spend, I would say, a fair amount of time this afternoon working with him. Because uh, it was already early afternoon when you guys got back to town, or the village. So, you still have a few hours of daylight for traveling westward to head towards Tremor, uh, leaving down water to probably burn down. But is that really a loss? I don't know. So how much, how much Find time? out. You say a couple days or a day or Yeah, let's see. I actually forget how long you guys had to move across. I think it was only like a couple days. Yeah, because it's 175 miles thereabout. You guys are more than halfway. Yeah, I mean the if you travel a few hours tonight, the end of the next day, you'll make it there. You can push the horse if you want to try and travel through the night. That is an option. Um, or you can you know, camp for the evening. I, I vote camp for the evening. Yes, I think that's a good idea. I do as well. Sorry, so I was trying I to go back through notes. Do not mind driving, or driving this horse. I do, do need a rest. Um. So I figure Root and Scarlet, you guys can probably alternate because I think you two are the only ones that have land vehicle proficiency. So you guys can kind of switch out. You get to a small clearing. While you are making it across, Scarlet and Vren, are either of you particularly interested in plants or animals of the area, or is that not really of any particular interest to either of you? Not to me. Not so much. I mean, unless it's something out of the ordinary. Um, Grow plants and animals. Yeah. Uh, So, Rude, you do see quite a few rather diverse plants for the area, but you can also see where it is shifting between some of these creeping vines that are going to be closer to, like, the beaches and open clearings that they're still in this little forested spot. They're not doing very well, but chances are pretty good that within a bird's flight, there's probably a coastline. Um, and you're pretty sure that there was a small river, and then you see that kind of fade away, and it becomes more uh, the dark reds and light blues that are a little bit more deeper forest that you're more familiar with. Uh, 
leaves that are tinged on the edges with the reds and some of the light blues of the flowers with little yellow spots. Uh, and so you can kind of use that as a gauge to see how far away you are from the coast. So you'll see them, you know, beach stuff. And I <laughs> just fly floor. up. You can, yeah, at any time. Well, if I will fly up and see how far we are from the coast. Okay. If I can gauge it. Yeah, uh, so it varies as you all are going through. Um, like when you first left, you're about 12 miles from the coast. Very easily doable. Uh, but by the time you guys make it to camp, no, 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 listen to me when I click on you. You're closer to 25, 26 miles. I'd like to share this information with the group. So definitely not line of sight for you to get there. Um, but you can shift back and forth. So camp time, you guys get things start setting up. Uh, I want to check with you all to see what you would like. Because I had originally had a few more combat encounters planned, but it feels more like you guys are ready to get to town and do more of the RP part. So I kind of want to follow what you all would like to see. It's your game too. So as a strict out of character um, logistic wise, if my D&D Beyond is not working, I'm handicapped. I, I don't think I'll be able to fight any of my stats or anything like that. Same here. Oh. As much as I would love some combat. Mm, right. <laughs> I'm definitely handicapped. Yeah. And that's not a problem because, I mean, your guys' first dungeon is coming up pretty soon. Oh, yay. Well, for Root, your first dungeon. For um, Caitlin, you've you've dealt with some of my dungeons before. There's stairs, oh. aren't there? Maybe. Mimic stairs. Wait. Okay, so the sewers don't count as a dungeon? Well, that's true. I, I guess the sewers were kind of a dungeon. They, they were a taste of a dungeon. Yeah. Okay. Like we had a backpack instead of stairs. <laughs> yeah. That, that backpack was easier. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I may rewrite the dungeon and take out stairs. Uh, it <laughs> Stairs are safe in this group. Maybe. Yeah, yeah maybe. Just don't cast darkness. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I have a funny story. I cast darkness. We were like sliding down the stairs and like fighting each other in darkness on the stairs. It was funny. Everyone's like falling over each other. It was like the one time I DM'd. Darkness has ne it's always been a successful spell, but in the worst ways. Like, all right, yeah, we're gonna. What was it like? Portal down into there. But I can't see where I gotta land. Wham! Wall. Bounce back. Okay. Let's try it again. Wham! Wall. Out of the devil's sight. Okay. Yeah. Get that program into Kalen. I see all. Kalen doubles his warlock. Ooh, <laughs> triple barbarian though. Our barbarian fighter warlock. That's right, you took fighter. Yeah. That's right. You can't make right. the class again, huh? So, uh, what I would like to do then is set up an opportunity for you all, for your characters, 
to have some time to interact and get to know each other a little bit better. Uh, Norm or Pear and Olaf are, are all going to be available if you wish to use them as part of your interactions. Uh, but I want to give you guys the chance to know each other a little bit better. So maybe that when you guys do have combat, you all can work together. You know exactly what the expectations are. Asti is going to remain in stable but incapacitated condition. Good deal. So don't worry about her scampering off. Yeah, no, definitely no scampering. Uh, Gurdon's going to be focusing on pouring magic into her constantly. Um, anytime he gets a spell slot back, he's dumping it right into her. Many times, as you guys are going to be traveling, you'll see creatures begin to reach out and attack, and you'll see large white gorilla arms reaching out and smashing these, you know, giant snakes and some sort of other green reptilian claw reaches down at one point, uh, just kind of scratches at the top of the wagon and you all speed along before you hear roaring behind you. Can I ask what is going on? Is it the dragon? Wait, was that for us or for audience for you guys? What are the gorilla arms, if you don't mind my ass? Oh, he wasn't there. That's right. Yep. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we fought them. Don't you know? We helped them. Uh, they were like these creatures, four, like six-armed white gorillas uh, that we helped save one from a ogre? Troll. And troll. A troll. We helped save one for a troll. And it looks like they're helping us not get attacked by other things. So, uh, I forget the name of the monster, but it's like a six-armed white gorilla beast. Gorilla. Yeah. Uh, so the Gorillans, uh, there's this whole tribe of them, and so they help save the head and help take down the troll, but they did it in such a way that made it look like the Gorillan did most of the work and got the finishing blow. Didn't really contribute that much, but it thinks it did. So now anytime that they've been moving through the woods, those creatures have been keeping an eye on them. But if something is flying above, they don't know what it is, so they keep trying to grab it. Which is why Root had such a difficult time getting from one place to another, trying to avoid throwing rocks and grasping arms. Well, missed that part. That being oh, said. Yeah. And there, there was also, they were there, oh yeah, they were there for the conversation with the dragon. Yeah. That wasn't a copper dragon and a green dragon that you saw? Mm-hmm. And I helped okay. the copper, copper dragon. Okay, so we got a green dragon. Okay. So you are a nature cleric of some sort? Me? Yes. Druid. What does that mean? Nature cleric. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. Um, so, and you guys the... can choose at any time for these you know, character interactions, if you want it to have happened while at camp or while in transit, you know, during, you know, a minor encounter or after what have you, uh, please feel free to go with it. You guys can talk about a little bit of your backstory to each other if you want, just what your capabilities are, even what you all find OK. Like uh, when Ren was asking what the parameters are for when do I get to throw someone out of a wagon and it's OK. Um, 
Caleb probably sit down when Ren is kind of Ren for Ren. Yeah, is teaching Olaf and kind of just just kind of listen in. And when there's moments, uh, he's gonna look at Ren and be like, "I know we haven't always and probably never will see an eye to eye on a lot of things and general morality." Yes. Oh, morality. I was thinking you're taller than I am, but yes, okay, morality, yep. Well, that too, physically. Um, But I am, this time, magic. It is interesting to me, because there's parts of my past I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know how long I've been alive, or on. You don't remember your date of completion or creation i do not i well i don't think so i remember waking up to a teenage girl saying you're fixed and that i don't have to worry about being controlled anymore oh, you were and controlled. that was it do you still have controls that can be manipulated for someone to gain control over you is that something we should be concerned about i don't know I've I've uh, blacked out and been reprogrammed a couple times. Well, not reprogrammed, but I had moments where my programming changed and then got reverted back, right? Like, I don't see the numbers above everybody's head anymore. Correct. Uh, so you don't see the numbers over everyone else's head. You do see your own set of numbers. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, my internal display uh, was changed. And it happened from interacting with this glass tablet. It happened to power me down. And when I came back, there was. And I had some some flashes, some memories. But I don't know how much of it might be time or mechanical. So, But if there's time, I, w- I would love to look back. Depends on how your memories are stored. Is there magic to... Contain memories in this world? Magic to contain mem- Um, Maybe? I guess... For me, I don't... M- memories are... Different. For me. Um, it's not... I believe the human, they have to... Think more. For me, I can... Picture a device that's on a wheel with cards. I can spin them and see more. I'm. I don't know if this is actually makes sense for the world. Uh, I'm just picturing the fact that a robot would not understand memory and just no program and recording of program. Yeah, I mean, I'm down for this. I'm. So how? Do you remember your entire time that you've been part of this uh, group? Yes. I may need assistance at times. Me. Uh, but yes, I, I almost always am recording. That's how I can learn. How I can remember. So how much I do guess. you remember, though? Do you remember like the first words I said to you? I do a check to see if he would do that. I don't, I personally don't, so that's why. (laughs) But I feel like his programming could, and it would, like, spit it right back out. I would say that if 
you know, your programming had been damaged over time. So if you have like a normal. Oh, yeah, that would be kind of like a feat memory. to remember everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, and of course, it's that's all down. I can't do any checks. Uh, well, he OK, he would say then uh, let me retract some of that. I, I believe at a time there was a time where I could record everything. But now it's, I believe, is um, more like a humanoid memory where there, there's limits. But I believe you said something about Hello Travelers. Probably something like that. I don't quite remember myself. I do remember I was trying to clean my clothes because we were sitting outside a squalid camp. <laughs> yeah, you were hiding in the woods behind a tree. Not very well. Well, I didn't want to get interesting. So, Root, do you find him to not to his, does his overall, like, let's, let's put it this way. Does his overall personality construct, matrix, whatever you want to call it, does that change? As he experiences and interacts with more people, yes. Not much. I feel like your some of Dylan's choices change and he's become more aware what do you mean by aware i'm curious of how to navigate people and like with clara um at first we were a big um kind of pro if this be we kind of are but it's a little more diplomatic about it hmm. oh no clara no she can burn in hell still you, but you're still diplomatic <laughs> dealing with her. I'm glad you think so, Root. Cl Clara is Karen, right? Okay, all right, cool. That's what I thought. Who, who is Clara? Was she murdered? Slain? I wish. We also have to get him back to town so he can have his date with Amy. Oh, you're having a date? Oh, yeah. About that. Do you have ways to facilitate mating rituals? I just told you we cannot reproduce. Well, you can still simulate mating rituals without the ability to physically reproduce. About that time you see Norm falls over wrestling with a piston. <laughs> Sorry! Don't mind me! <laughs> Are you interested in mating rituals? <laughs> no. Root wants to walk over to Scarlet Red and be like, Teach me how to pick locks. Got a hairpin? Kaylin also looks back at you and says, no interest. Woman always needs a hairpin. So I, like, unfold the hairpin and to make it kind of like a lock pick. And I explain about, like, you know, a lock is like, you know, mechanism. You just got to feel that lever when it's just right. You got to pull and feel the resistance and get that click. Starts to emulate it. It's the lock to open. Perfect. So, and you actually can teach each other skills, like proficiency in these tools. It does take time. Um, of course, you'll have to get some supplies, so like, you know, you buy practice locks and another thieves kit. Uh, but yeah, you can teach each other different skills and things like that. So, so I gotta ask, can you, can you like talk? I mean, Asti can understand us but can you like commune like i know druids like i don't know the whole thing about them but can you 
I heard some druids can commune with animals. I didn't know if you had like a deeper connection with Asti because you were. Asti is pretty good at communicating with all of us. Well, I know, but I didn't know if because you were a different level. I haven't tested it. Maybe that's something we should try. At some point, once Norm has gotten control of this piston and just put it back into his bag of holding. That's a failed project I'll fix later. Um, Kaylin, can I see your sword hilt? And then, you know, the retractable greatsword that you had? Yeah. He's going to take his greatsword, kind of hand it to him, and... (laughs) Okay. Do you need me to hold the blade? Yes. Kaylin, easy with that, Norm. Hold it. I'm going to make back. All right. So, and he starts uh, opening your forearm area where your greatsword, the one that collapses, kind of folds into. Uh, he starts opening that up and starts moving some of these little little dials, it looks like. Parts of you that just kind of looked almost decorative. He spent time researching you, and he's found ones that are functional. As he's doing this, Ken's going to constantly be like, kind of just like, tweaking how his arm is paced because I'm assuming Norm's not paying attention and going to be like standing in right in front of where the blade would shoot out of so he's just going to constantly be doing this number. Oh yeah. Uh, and he eventually gets the whole mechanism out and removes the greatsword. And then while you're holding the crystal greatsword you see him begin to connect uh, a small wire that begins glowing the same color as the crystal greatsword and then connects it up through your arm around the base of one of the crystals that are studded into your arm. And so this takes quite a while for him to be doing this, but he right. I'll probably have be having the conversation with Vren as he's doing this. Like just Oh yeah. And then you put a watch there. Like can a we watch? embed a watch in your forearm? Sure. Consider this pimp my ride. <laughs> no dog, we heard you like war, so we put more war in your war for you so you can war while you war for war for it. <laughs> um eventually he tries to like bring your elbow up towards and of course like you're moving with him to make it easier and then like he's trying to like force things back and forth and it's just not working very well. Uh gives up on trying to reslot it into your arm and then connects the crystals. He's like, okay, try to Grab that and then shove it back towards your arm. And I'm going to turn this dial at the same time. All right. On three. Okay. Uh, we do, uh, when, when we say three, we do it then. Or is it like one, two, three, go. One, two, three, go. Okay. And we go on go. Right. Got it. Three, two. What? <laughs> <laughs> Mess with one, two, three, go. Mm-hmm. Um. And as you connect it back in, you can feel a couple of joints in your elbow twist uncomfortably. And the handle then begins to slide into your arm and gets stuck at the hilt. And then the hilt collapses in on itself and then rolls into your arm. All of the crystals double in size across your chest and arms. Cold out. Damn it. Uh, and, and you can see that now it is coming through the back of the arms a little bit as well. 
you have Thor it is the well the crystals that were embedded okay have grown so now the ones that are in your arms stick out the back of your arm back of your okay. forearm um the ones in your chest don't go far enough to go through your whole body cavity are you okay with this crystalline growth that could eventually encase you in impede your movement kind of like cancer if you know what that is i don't know what cancer is but sounds bad um norm did you think this would happen oh really there was also an equal chance that asti would just get bigger ah just as a heads up next time because i appreciate this this is you really did help me out by getting this so it's retractable. Just warn me about your potential side effects. Oh. Okay, dope. He's learning too, uh, Vren, but uh, not super happy about it, but right now it's not doing anything bad, so I'm hoping once Asti's woken up, we'll figure out the crystal situation. Yeah, just don't use the F word around her because she really doesn't like it. But make sure that the sword comes back out. She understands when you talk to her? Yeah. To a degree. Like you could give her a complex set of equations and she would understand what you're talking about? We haven't tried. And as he's talking, he's going to try and do the... Uh, it's, it feels a little bit dry is probably the best description. And then you feel this pull from your back as the crystals all shrink back down to the size they had been pre-installation and the greatsword manifests out through your arm. Perhaps some lubrication would be in order. I, I think you are correct. But do I don't quite... I don't know. I mean, when you added the stuff to me, did you see any in there? I mean, there was some kind of if it smelled like chicken, that's not the right stuff. I don't recall. Did it smell like chicken? Oh, yeah. There, there was a lot in his inner cavity, especially moving upwards, that smelled like chicken and smoke. There was a lot of chicken and smoke in there. I'm not sure Eventually, we're going to clean that out. Do you regularly put chickens inside yourself? No. No. That sounds weird, but no. 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 So uh, Gurdon used me as a smoker. I'm not sure I understand. He used you to create smoke signals? Nope. He used me to create a delicious smoked chicken dish. In what type of way would he use you to create smoked chicken? He's going to open his chest cavity again. Uh, he put coals in here, put the chicken in there, kept it at an even 200 degrees for about eight hours. Um, I was able to walk around and help him cook other dishes while I smoked the chicken. Not choked. Smoked. Sounds delicious. But very weird. We won. And Kern pipes up. It was the best goddamn chowder anyone over here. Oh, yeah, it was a chowder. That's right. It was chowder. So smoked chicken chowder. We won the competition because I'm the best. And yeah, you know what? We need to smoke more food inside Kaylin, I think. Mm. Creates a good seal. 
Yes. Can smoke seal? We can smoke seal. That would be so greasy inside of me. No. <laughs> I do have lines. Can we store things in there like of a magical nature and see if they empower you? I'll be honest with you. I don't mind being anybody's guinea pig for that kind of stuff. Go for it. Now, if something's going to blow Kaylin up, Ken, I I would like warning. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to, like, uh, bag of holding Kaylin and overweigh him and then just boom. Kaylin's gone. I mean, if you do get a bag of holding and, like, embed it into your chest cavity and then you start, you know, if someone throws a portable hole in there, then. Well, what a way well, to go. Aha, portable, portable hole. No. <laughs> I mean, you would go to a different plane. You wouldn't necessarily die. Uh, your level might not be great for the astral plane, but it could be worse. And there you go. Time you whimey. That's how you can get to another, another plane. Um, what if but, we created a bag of holding inside chest? I'm all for experimentation as long as I know the risks. Because I am technically magical computerizedness in here, and I don't know what interweaving other magics will do, but I'm always interested to find out. Because I don't know what it may trigger and release. I could become a Voltron. I don't know. What's a Voltron? Sounds dangerous. Mix a... Shoot. Jordan's a Leonid, if that helps you. Yeah, well, I was trying to think, like, isn't there a... Is it a griffin that has, like, the lion head? No, it has the eagle head. Yeah. I don't know. Think of multiple beasts and a giant... That sounds dangerous. ...robot. I mean, for our enemies... Wait, if we create duplicates of you, but make them look like Gurdon, and we put them together, it makes a bigger you, except you get bonus powers? Yep. I mean, it could happen. I don't know. The limits are all determined by somebody else. Wait, why is mine nosebleed? <laughs> I'm now picturing Norm. And Ren becoming Kapesk. Cans their their experimentation of can we make a robot Voltron? Yes, that's what we need. I've given Ken so many ideas right now. Because you can't tell me that Olaf would not also want that so bad. What ten year old little boy is not gonna go giant robots? Can I sit in the helmet <laughs> and look out the viewport? No, you got to be the left arm. I'm tired of being the left arm. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so you get your crystal greatsword, but now your other greatsword is uh, non-functional. It just kind of... Yeah, you can keep it in your inventory, but you just won't be able to use it. I, I give it to Norm. Ooh. I mean, he, he can disassemble it, do whatever he wants with it. Yeah, he'll definitely take time to research that and see what he can do with it. 
Uh, it took them a while to be able to figure out just that forearm mechanism. But it does seem like the crystal sped things up a little bit. So that's something that he can continue to research. So if there are specific things that you want changed to your person, there will be multiple opportunities for that, both from Norm and from other sources. So just kind of let me know what you want to go for or what you would like to build. Um, and what uh, I, I keep wanting to say the wrong name. Vren, what you would want to see built in or onto Kalen as well. So this can be like a group collaborative effort of... I want to make it know, more clockwork. Could do. Yep. Make more and, yep, Kalen's fine with that. More gears, some clocks. I want a big like clock in the center of his chest. Are we talking like Flava Flav or Steampunk? Steampunk. Okay, I'll, I'll do Steampunk. <laughs> if it was a Steampunk Flavor Flav clock. No, just steampunk. <laughs> is he still around? Yeah. He is. All right. So, uh, would anyone else like to interact with another party member or NPC? Do you um, want to share my books with Vren? Oh, you have books? Mm -hmm. What are your books on? Shoot, I don't remember all of them because I can't access the list from my character sheet. <laughs> They were books I requested for our journey. Do you know roughly what they would be about? Magic? Uh, uh, um, something about ele elemental keys, I feel like was one of them. Or something. I think so. I'm trying to see if I have... Oh, here we go. Okay, so... Uh, Halen has says... A Balance in the Night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twilight Sister book. Root had Scale and Ruin. Draconic Biology and its Deviants. True Weave and the Primal Elements. And Titan's Myth or Elemental Reality. Um, and then there was also picked up... I didn't write down who got these. I think it was Gurdon. Uh, Carving, Caving, and Care. Roebuck's Guide to Wildlife. And the Modern Hermit's Cookbook. That does sound like something great. <laughs> I can access it on my phone, my character. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Awesome. I'm back in business. Oh, no, it's back up on D&D Beyond. Oh, is it? Yep. Oh, thank the Lord. I felt At like... least I think it is. Mine's up. I'm spinning. Nope. I can't open it. Nope. I got the little monster error. Yeah. Um, I you rolled a character. one on your API. We're heading into town to visit Blacksmith for repairs. That's <laughs> oh, Flava Flav. But I do have it on my phone, so at least I can do that. All right. I will uh, look through your books and study them. Um, I do have a book on the houses of the, the plane I'm from. Shadow lands, shadow land. Um, it was required weaving for heraldry. Uh, my parents were big on that in the shadow lands under the Raven Queen. If you're interested, you could read that. It's very good at putting you to Will it help me learn more about you? Our family is in there, actually. 
uh, before our downfall and the destruction of our house. But you will find our family. Uh, Ren, help me out. What is our family name? Why, it's been so long since I've had to rename, recall that name. The good couple decades. I will gladly read it. Thank you. All right. I will hand her the book. Yes. No, we are from the Shadowlands. Have you ever visited? What's that? Is the name Lorraine? Does that sound right? Sure. Yeah, I couldn't find it in my notes either. I'm not sure what I did with it. What are we looking for? Uh, looking for their surname, because I thought it came up in conversation, but I guess either it didn't or it didn't. I didn't write it down. Ren Lorraine. Ren Lorraine. Yes. That would be our, our family for the demise of our house. In which case, uh, my sister and I left. We had very demanding parents. I'm sure... Well, I'm not sure, since you don't really have a parent, except for the one you adopted. Captain Amar. But, you know, just hours upon hours of reading and fencing and all kinds of ridiculous. We were required to. Fortunate for you, you got the hours of reading and fencing. I had to do needlework. You would think you would have mastered it by now. Well, considering that our family was too busy to mind to their own children, I would sneak away and join you in your fencing classes and riding classes. So at least there was some education in that that I got for myself. You were taught to ride. You just choose not to ride the way you were taught to ride. Listen, there is no business in riding with two legs on one side of the saddle. There's no balance in it. Sounds like an easy way to fall. Perfect. Where's the ladylikeness in that? Falling on your face in the dirt? There's no ladylikeness in that. And how would you shoot a bow from having both side legs on one side? There'd be... Ladies don't shoot bows. Oh, Did oh, you know that? Okay. No, didn't know that. Apologies. But she was to marry. Ugh. But that fell through. Lord Humperdinck. <laughs> Given her attitude, Mother was very upset. It's an unfortunate name. Goodness, you were not stuck with it. Could you imagine me, Ren Humperdinck? That's terrible. Oh, stop saying his name. Humperdinck, Humperdinck, Humperdinck. (laughs) (laughs) Ren's PC. You, me, boo. It's all right. I was sent off to, to, to learn in school. I was not considered suitable match. It was the our sister, my sister, who was to be married and join one of the other houses. Also, she was born two minutes, so she's the elder and therefore the heir, and therefore the one that really broke my mother's heart. Why you got to make it all seem like my fault? I'm just saying it. Nor will it ever. I mean, I'm living a single life. Have you ever thought about letting the past go? Oh, never mind. You're a time guy. <laughs> oh. I mean, I don't want to let the past go either. I want to find out the past. So, yeah. hmm. Eventually, I will be able to see the past and the future. Hmm. And I'll be able to stop great cataclysms from happening. Perhaps even... Our own? Save your world. Well, you're kind of in it, so I'd probably get used to not saying your world and just being like ours. Because you're... If it goes off, 
You're stuck here still. Well, I mean, if you lived, you know, a couple hundred years somewhere else, and then only have been in this one for a year or two, it's hard to really take ownership, I guess. So how old are you if you've lived hundreds of years in another plane? Oh, quite old. For your standards, anyway. This tru- is this true, Ren? <laughs> I say I don't remember the last time I had a same time reference. I'm still giddy about that. I know that was like five minutes ago, but I'm still giddy about that. <laughs> same okay. time reference? I'm confused. Oh, we both started doing the humperdinck thing at the same time. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm about 200, what are we, 250 or so? Is that accurate? It's been a while. You're a human? Okay. No, I oh. am a Shadokai. Ah, uh, that's part I missed. I'm yeah. an elf. I've See, I have, you have been just a human this entire time <laughs> to me. <laughs> no. Same. We are Shadokai. Well, now we know. We are uh, undead elves, kind of. We come from mm. the undead realm. Ah. Uh... Makes more sense. Yeah, the Shadowfell has a pretty Shadowfell. Why do I keep, yes. I keep calling it other things? Shadowlands is what you called it. Oh, Shadowfell. Well, I kind of like that though, because there's like a different name in, yeah, you know, like you guys refer to your section of this plane as the Shadowlands or the right Shadow right. Court or whatever. And like the idea, that just the whole plane is that one. Like this is the material plane, but you guys are in the hairy kind of a deal. So like, I love that. See, I'm of the belief that my brother decided to join the time mages and magic because he felt powerless to stop and control what was going on with our family and the deaths of our parents. Hmm. Do you feel like you have a need for control there, Vren? Is that why you, you need to make sure things are clean? You want to make sure people are taught things to adjust time as you see fit? I think yes. Order is control, and control is order, and it's our ability to manipulate the world around us. So you need to exert some kind of control. You kind of just give him a pat on the shoulder. Okay. That being said, perhaps we should do something. (laughs) Besides talk about us. Well, as far as planning-wise, Kaylin was thinking... Uh, once they get to camp, because I'm—I don't know if we're still on the road or at camp. Um, and this could—we can gloss over it, but he's going to try and train Olaf a little bit for combat. He knows he's going to be mostly a caster, but until he can learn that, he wants to at least familiar get him familiar with how to protect himself if he needed to. So he'll do the whole cut down a tree limb and be like, "Here, this is how you fight." Dick, dick, dick. <laughs> I do have a question for you. I'm very interested in your story. You have no parents? And somehow you ended up in a brothel? I, I'm very interested in your story. So, okay, may, how to make sure I was not muted. My parents, um, one was an elf. One was Air Cochran. Oh, that's right. They were, they were from warring areas. They had a forbidden love story. And when 
Eric Hochran discovered my existence. I was banished. I'm so sorry since for not then, remembering. That's all right. Since then, I've been exploring, trying to find where I'm meant to be, who I am, and stumbled upon my lovely new band of friends, Doom Slayers. Just happened to go to a brothel one day. Aha. Uh -huh. I see now where the brothel comes into play. I wanted a drink. Aurora. Her soul. I was looking for some mischief. And that's where we wound up. Well, that is certainly a place to find mischief. Perhaps maybe not the kind that you were looking for, but... You've been had a wonderful those, time. Haven't you? What? Haven't you been to a bunch of brothels? That's not the point. The point is that she's trying to find herself and discover who she is, and she doesn't know about these, that she could get into a lot of mischief that maybe she didn't mean to. My sister is not chaste, if you are curious about that. Really? Must we talk about this, brother? It was quite the row you would have because of it. So I thought, in case they had any You designs, mean with my parents? With our parents, yes. Well, yes, our parents. Well, maybe she was interested in mating rituals with you. What? I'm just saying. Brother, you are stuck on these mating rituals. Will you move on from it? I'm just saying that you are not chaste in case that changes anyone's opinion in regards to mating with you. Do you need to be brought to a brothel to let a few things out? That, I think that is like exactly what is going on here. All you can say about is mating rituals. Yo, I heard brothel. We're a long ways from one repair. Have you, ever, have you been to one repair? I plead the thing that says that you don't have to discriminate to yourself. It, it's in Never, You're not going to say it right. Norm, have you been? No, I have not. Good man. I have good drinks. That's all I know. Yeah, uh, you know, generally those places aren't too keen on guys in trench coats. I thought that would be the perfect place for them. Well, I guess we were the wrong kind of guy in a trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have watches in your trench coat? Trying to sell your wares? No, but apparently some people find, and like, he reaches into the bag of holding again and pulls out this elongated hand with a glove that's been tied to it. And you can see where he's got his little claws to go through little rings. And they look sort of like bits of beard cans that have been rounded and filed. And he's pulling down on them to make the fingers move. It's like, apparently some people find this creepy. Yeah. Yes, yes that is creepy. And also, apparently, make it rain does not mean throw a bunch of copper pieces at someone. What does it mean? I don't see how, like, that was really a thing. But apparently, you know, repair was on the top and he was throwing copper to make it rain. Because that seemed logical to me. I thought you said you didn't go. I didn't. I was in the bottom. I couldn't see anything. Your body was know. there. Your body yeah, was mean, there. So you were there. You just... Well, yeah, but I mean, like, all I know is that I really felt uncomfortable with him on my shoulders. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> Are we anywhere near Traymore? Is there something that needs to be battled at this moment? 
Because D and D Beyond is temporarily back up. It's back up right now. Yeah, it's back up. <laughs> Mine crashed then. Anybody? Oh man. Okay. So I was just gonna no, kind of fast forward. Oh, sorry? It crashed again. Oh really? Yeah, for me. Huh. Yep. Oh my goodness. Alright, so never mind. Like, I can look at my list of characters when I actually go to view one and just like, eh, no. Yep, it died again. Alright, so I'm going to make sure that you guys have like blank character sheets in roll 20 as well. So that way you guys can go in and add the information in there when you get a chance just in case this happens again in the future. And then let me know if you can't see yours in there. Yep, I can see mine now. Okay. Should all be blank, I think. Yeah, for the most part, yep. Anyway. So in that case, I will continue to just RP through this section. Um, was there anything else major that you all wanted to talk on with or work on with anybody else in the party? Uh, so I had my training with Olaf, and the only other thing I was going to do is, when everybody went to bed, before I did my centuries rest, was going to be a try and do some more reading and try and commune with Twilight Sister and go all hippy-dippy with the crystals. And be like, crystals absorb the moon power. Okay. Uh, so what are you trying to gain? Like, what are you looking to do? Um, just seeking advice or what my next step should be. Because so far I've had no success really communing with her. <laughs> I think I've had one time where I got the whole balance, and that was about it. Okay. Um, go ahead and give me a religion check, please. I don't know what my modifier is. Right, we can't. Uh, you're probably proficient. So, and oh, you're. It's working. Oh. 14. Okay. All right. So, you have the sword withdrawn, so the crystals are a little bit larger. Mm hmm. And you start off with your arms out wide and kind of straight out, and nothing really seems to come to you, so you just bring them down and relax. Kind of power and, like, adjust down on your joints a little bit, and then prop up against a tree. You just have your arms sticking out forward, and kind of looking down at the crystals. And then you angle them, and you can see, like, oh, okay, it's kind of, like, concentric. Like, it's got the center point of the main crystal, and then it spreads out in this little facet, and then it's got that section, and then it's a little bit wider where it connects at your forearm and that so that's another one and you realize like oh it's like oh they're they're concentric circles with a star in the middle that okay that's probably just a coincidence but that's pretty neat that it worked out that way and you focus in on it and you just see it rhythmically pulse light reds that fade into purples and get darker and then pull into the dark blues and you see little reflected points of light dance across 
and you look back up and there's you're in a, a small workshop dusty there's bits of sawdust and metal shavings all over the place there's a young girl sitting with her back to you her hair is long and it's long and sort of this dark bluish black but you'll get little flecks of light maybe there's little bits of metal caught in her hair that's reflecting but she has her back to you and she's working on something so what can I help you with? Well, it's very nice to meet you. Um, I'm I'm new to this idea, but um, am I doing the right thing? Am I finding balance? You see her kind of giggle and just like, uh, and she turns her head towards you, and you can see that it's the same teenage girl that you had met. All those couple of years prior um except her eyes like you can't really see her eyes very well but it's almost like they're glowing and she turns back really you just find your own path as long as what you're doing is you're protecting the peace like you said you wanted to just make sure you walk it your way nothing wrong with a little playfulness just don't go too extreme that's all but i think you'll do fine and if you ever get really concerned for what your friends do mm. just hang out in the shadowed area of it and keep watch but keep it up and don't forget to walk it your way do, do i need to remember my past is there more that can be done or more that needs to be done. She pushes away from the desk a little bit and leans back on her stool, still with her back to you. And she pulls out a set of weights and sets some gold weights out on one side. And then starts piling up random chunks of metal and wood on the other until the balance is out. Well, it kind of depends how much weight you put on it for how much it matters. Because how much it matters to everything, well, this balance here, this isn't going to tip my table over. But for you, if you take away this important piece, and she just pulls up a piece of wood and it slams back down the other way, you're out of whack. So really, you should find out how much that piece weighs to you. Because you could always, and she puts it back down and picks a smaller piece, if that's all it is, then you can see it doesn't really change much. If it matters to you, it's worth looking at. I think it matters. I feel like there's a lot of wrongs I need to right. Maybe. Maybe not. Thank you. Of course. You should probably power down for the night, and I'll make sure to fix things up in the morning. And you start to kind of like, your vision starts to fade, and then she dances over to you, and Hopes you're right on the forehead. Just wait until you see what I've got planned for you. Play along, but don't fall. And then your vision pops back. While it feels like a minute has gone by for you, or five or whatever it was, uh, it is the morning and your sensory rest has ended. All right. So you all 
pack up, you make it through the rest of the woods, uh, pulling upon the first couple of farms that surround Traymore. You can see the city off in the distance, columns of very thin columns of smoke that dissipate quickly above the city. Forges and bakeries and things of that nature are probably the cause. It doesn't look like the thickened black smoke from the last couple of major fires that the party's been involved in. But the trees give way to these fields. Most of the fields are pretty empty. It is fall. It's like the end of fall at this point. It's quite comfortable still outside. And you make it to the gates of the city of Tremor. And I figure that's probably a good place to stop. Yep. How does Tremor compare to like the cities that we've been to in the Shadowfell, Shadowlands? Very nice. Okay. So the Shadowfell had a lot of more gothic architecture, large spires, curled points, very aggressive and dark sort of, uh, well, architecture. Um, most of the walls were heavy stone or blackened stone or sometimes obsidian, but magically charmed so that way it would not be easily shattered like glass is. Uh, many of the gates were also just magically created. They didn't exist other than as a field. So it's this very dark grays and blues, this cool sort of palette. Traymore uh, is, it has some of those same patterns. You can see where there's a lot of metal and stonework, but these have a very utilitarian design. There's not a lot of fancy points and spires or anything like that. All the towers are strict, strictly functional. If there's beauty to be found in it, it's found in how organized and neat and ordered all the pieces are. The brickwork is all measured and even. Any of the stones that have been carved and put into place all cut the same exact way. Any one piece is interchangeable with any other piece. So these walls could quickly be rebuilt as long as the stones weren't completely destroyed. A lot of it is metal embedded into the ground to form these sort of tracks that wagons could probably sit upon, but the wheels of a standard wagon won't fit quite right. Uh, there are a lot more points of silver, thanks mostly to this large metal, a lot of the white and some soot-stained stone work. So it's definitely lighter. It just, it almost feels unfinished coming from a Shadowfell perspective. Like, yeah, you got the main points, but where's the, the filigree? You do not care. You're missing a step. For those of you who are from the material plane, this would probably just feel very military, very structured, a little cold. It feels a little harsher than you would expect, considering you're told to find a gnomish guard captain. So if you had, you know, very appropriately assumed that it was going to be a primarily gnomish settlement, it doesn't feel that way. It almost feels dwarven 
but without the beauty of the stonework. More gnomes. Hmm. Brother, this seems like your type of town. Neat, organized. To be fair, I like some style. This is like humans playing with whatever the equivalent of Tinker Toys is. Legos. Putting the blocks together. Yeah, except they sucked all the color out of the Lego pieces, and so it's just all the gray bricks and a couple of them that got a little dirty. Ayla, what do you think of it? Yeah, then looking over his commit. I mean, seems basic. It's like all the color and joy has been sucked out of this town. I mean, I've never been here before, so I don't know. Maybe they just like to keep it simple. Could be. If everyone's dressed the same, then we might have a problem. I don't like that face Ken is making. <laughs> Me neither. I saw it too, and I was like, oh, okay. I do not know what you are talking about. It's like a 1984 city. Pleasantville. Would I put any sort of 1984 Orwellian places in my world? Come out. <laughs> hey. Anywho. All right. So, uh, before I get carried away and it ends up being like midnight again, uh, thank you all so much. I absolutely loved the RP between you all. Like, I really want to make sure to give you guys more opportunities to do that because, I mean, that's half the fun. Explore your characters, see how they feel, let them react to things. So, any kind of campfire is an excellent opportunity or long travel where you aren't interested in doing any combat or anything like that. Sounds good. Yeah. D&D Beyond was down, so... <laughs> I mean, there's, there's that too. So if you guys really <laughs> did want combat and it just didn't happen because of that, well, shit. But I loved the RP, so I'm pretending like that's the reason why we didn't have combat. <laughs> Always. I did enjoy exploring you know, different people's characters and learning yeah. more about it. Still yeah. trying to figure out Root and her goals. I want to know more about Gurdon, but, you know. Yeah. It just vibes through life. Root's just yeah. looking for good vibes. Good nice. vibes. Gurdon likes mayhem and food. That's kind of most of his character. Mayhem, I like it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wrong. I think you two would get along quite well with Ren and Gurdon. They would absolutely annoy the piss out of Vren, I think. <laughs> Perfect. It's my goal no. in life. It's like my goal in life is just to... I'm going to side with Kaylin and Root. We're going to have a division. I cool. like Root. As girls, we got to stick together. I mean, Ren just taught me how to pick locks, so I feel like we could get in some trouble. Perfect. We're going to find him breaking into the brothel. Nah. Storehouse. So mechanically gaining the skills does take time, and I, I'll go through the book and find the exact specifications for the different like skill learning, but a hundred percent definitely can be a thing. So yeah. Root, do you have any like special skills that do How are your do, skills? Like, brewing 
crafting or crafting druidcraft. I'm, druidcraft. I, I really like to druidcraft with my thorn whip. It's pretty cool. Become quite a thing. Is that like a magical thing? Do I need like magic to do this? Yeah. Oh. You had me at the crafting. Lost me at the magic. You all picked up an NPC, a uh, new apprentice. Another one for you. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Hola! Doomslayer! <laughs> he likes warm hugs. You know what else is fun? None of you noticed when I stopped describing Doug being there and explained that the only NPCs were... I thought about that. I was like, did we just leave Doug at the town behind? And I was like, I don't mind. I'm just going to ignore this because I don't really like Doug. <laughs> I completely missed it. So Doug's gone, but that's okay. We left. Doug I think that I, th I think that was for Ken. We swapped it out. We got rid of a bandit and picked up child. A child. I, mean, I don't think Doug trusted us. You carved into his face. Like he's gonna do good in the world. He's gonna become the leader of that town. With your symbol carved into his forehead. And it'll be a good reminder. About the terrible business of that town. Maybe it's gonna be a cult. Yeah, and then when you, yeah, exactly. When you show up, you'll be the cult leader, and you'll be like, oh, "I no. own this town now." Oh no! What did I start? <laughs> yeah. Now I'm just picturing you being like a Brad Pitt's character in Glorious Bastards. Get pretty good at this. <laughs> so please add 750 XP. Okay. Who knows? You guys may not even go that same path back. Yeah. Um, Try to avoid it. <sighs> yes. What should we? Idea. What should we be at total now? I have twenty six thousand two hundred fifty. Okay. Inaccurate to everybody else. Yeah, I have two five five hundred. I have two six two fifty. I could do two six five whatever. Two six two fifty would be. 750 from last week or okay. the week I was gone. Maybe I forgot. Which, yeah, looks like, yep, that's what it was given. So, yeah, it should be 26250. Perfect. Yep, yeah, cool. Perfect. Moving on up. 24750, and then I gave what, 1500 total now? Yes. Oh, that's right. I got to take away my. I need way more money if I'm going to like put any of those spells in my spell book. Gonna have to start looking for jobs. Ah, uh, jobs here and there. And I've got oh, the. We're just gonna get better at lock picking and stuff. <laughs> Definitely an option. Uh, but also with the dungeon coming up, there will be a lot more opportunity for funds. Uh, awesome. Well, thank funds you, Ken. With a D and funds just F U N S fun. There you go. Nice. Well done. Um. Yes. Thank you all. Uh, I had an absolute blast. I guess I will work on getting the NPCs upgraded to match closer to you all, but they will not be as strong as you. I refuse. No, oh, that's okay. <laughs> I wouldn't want them to be as strong as us, because then when the NPC starts to like outshine you and get like gets all the like great kills and hits, you're just kind of like, oh. <laughs> I'd rather they stay in the back as much as possible or fill in when someone's missing. Right. Yep. But yeah. Anywho, 
thank you all again for joining us on the whiskey in the stream. We all have a great night. Thanks for playing. Night. Good night. Night, guys. Thanks for listening. And just as a reminder, if you would like to catch us live, be sure to head over to twitch.tv slash happyboomdnd. We are live every other Thursday from around 8-ish to 10-30-ish. Really all depends how many rabbit trails we go down. We would love to see you there, and if you do stop by, be sure to let us know. Thank you.